You mean it just works? <laughs> it's it's the it's the anti Skype. You know, I uh, I took the shingles vaccine yesterday, the second one. Um, oh, yeah, not great. Wait, it's uh, a two parter. Yeah, it's two parter, two months apart. Eesh. Yeah. And uh, the second one, as the woman was about to give it to me, she goes, uh, um, could you take off work tomorrow? I said, uh, why? why? That's kind of foreboding. Uh, or, or forward. I don't know. Maybe she was hitting on yeah. me. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know this cute little breakfast spot right yeah. around the corner from my house. What? <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> I don't see a ring. Um, wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway she uh she said i was like why is it is it bad she says well you know for some people it's not great and i was like oh okay so i get the shot whatever didn't even feel it walk out the door and my arm like hurts a little bit which it, you know it does you get an injection this one stings a bit just sore like somebody like really punched you in the shoulder kind of thing right right and then i'm going to bed last night and i'm like all night long i keep waking up in like these fever dreams and all i have stuck in my head is just when i thought i was over you <laughs> just when i thought i could oh stand my on my own yeah for some reason air supply popped into my brain you know there are worse songs to have in your head than anything by air supply they're still you know they're still knocking it out oh they're y- they are still yeah. doing their thing although it's kind of okay okay <laughs> it's kind of what it's kind of weird, like seeing. Okay, so it's it's Graham Russell and Russell Nash. Yeah, right? there's Russell in both names, right? Yeah. So gr- which one is which? Is Graham Russell know. the 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 tall? Wait, which one's okay. British and which one's Australian? The, okay, the shorter of the two. Yeah, he's all tatted up now. Yeah, his arms are all tats. I noticed that. I looked it up. This and um, it just like there's something about it that doesn't compute yeah, for me. If like, you're up on stage, you got a mic in your hand and you're singing the song I was just singing and you're all tatted up. It's it's like a it's <laughs> you know, I'm all out of love. Wait, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Years ago, um, a friend of mine uh, used to have to go to India for six months at a time because he was working on a Ph.D. that involved over there. Oh wow! And he would, yeah, he was he was studying mites on elephants. He was a oh wow. Was it is that entomologist as bugs? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, if Mike Macklin happens to be listening, hi Mike. Um, and uh, he might be. He uh, he. So he was on a. Oh God, that was so bad. <laughs> he was on. <laughs> he was on a flight once, and he gets on, and he walks by these two guys with like air supply world tour like fancy like leather coats and he's like it can't be and he was, turns was around it, it was, was them. It them no way they were wearing their own tour jackets oh my god oh my god oh, that's so good yeah i, I love that kind of thing oh yeah yeah <laughs> I, speaking of older musicians, yeah, uh, I was watching uh, Justin Hawkins, okay, who, who, who from the Darkness, mm-hmm. and he was he was doing one of these reaction videos to the new Judas Priest song, okay, which is called Panic Attack. And Rob, Wait, Halford, I'm sorry, there's 70, a new Judas Priest song. Oh, there's a there's a new record. And, oh my and god! 
Rob Halford, 72 years old, still just rock wailing it up. And he sounds amazing. He that's, sounds fantastic. That's almost my mother's age. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still up there just. Wah! Yeah. If you think that, you know, uh, 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 I screwed up the quote from uh, Almost Famous. We're just talking about the Rolling oh. Stones. <laughs> if you think Mick Jagger's going to be up there doing this in 50, when he's 50, I got. Did you uh, did you see the, the the footage of him with uh, Lady Gaga at the at the surprise? Well, she's been making the rounds. She showed up with them. She played with you too. She's all yeah. over. She's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but I, man, I did not. They still sound great. And then the Stones. I, yeah, what I've heard off the new record, it sounds terrific. You tell me the Rolling Stones are good. I okay. So is there a place when a time when you should actually step back? Remember when we t- we were talking about yes. and, and yes, it, it was is. Paul Simon was talking to uh, to uh, what's his name uh, uh, artist wheelchair uh, 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 Chuck Close Chuck Close right and he said oh I'm 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 kind of done and Chuck Close is like you don't you're not done there's no done right you know all right so when when should you step I, back well I mean I think when when you're when you're not at the level that. Let's see. How can you say it when you're not when you're no longer at the level that people fell in love with you at? You know when you're when, when yeah, but when that makes it about them, right? Not about you. Well, but but they are paying your salary. Oh, I see. So if if, if yeah. you're not delivering, like if like from from the footage that I've seen of of the latest Motley Crue tour, for example, yeah. Vince Neil just can't get there. David Lee Roth hasn't been able to get there for years. Yeah. Um. You know, no disrespect, but I was disappointed. Getty was struggling. Was he? hitting those notes and this is coming from you and i love rush i do musically phenomenal 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 playing better and and my god neil playing the way he was given his health yeah phenomenal but the voice just wasn't there how old is he now getty oh i don't know probably in his 70s if not late 60s early 70s the last time i saw Elvis costello a few months ago it was not great yeah and I, it, it, and in some ways it made me wish I hadn't seen it because I've seen him a bunch of times before. And now that's the one I'm remembering. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's a question. I mean, it's, you, you just said it, it's, it, it's something about the audience. Like, sh- should you, doesn't mean they have to stop making music. Maybe they have to stop charging $250 a ticket. But then again, or, if people are paying $250 a ticket. Yeah, then, or a thousand if you're Bruce Springsteen. Right. Yeah. But, but if people are paying it, why not? If, okay, so, but at what point, at what point, at what point is it about the audience? I mean, if, if, if Bruce or, you know, Vince Neil or David Lee Roth or whatever, if they're still having fun and people are still paying yeah. to go see them, does it matter? Does the quality of the show matter? I, this is an interesting topic. Actually. I think, I think that it, it, I think the quality of the show, sorry, I'm thinking my thoughts. Um, I think the quality of the show, at the point at which the quality of the show suffers enough that X people don't want to see it. Like, I don't want to see Elvis Costello again, as much as I love Elvis Costello. Yeah. Um, Maybe there's enough, that many fewer tickets being sold that it's not worth for him going on tour. Maybe there, you know, there is that point, right? Yeah. But there but is I don't know. Maybe it just it's it comes down to a personal thing. It's like, do I want to see that show again? No. 
But you know what? When I saw him, it was a two-week residency at a relatively small theater, and there were people in the front row who bought tickets for every night. Wow. Really? Because he was doing different songs on every night. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a. Really so for those people, they would say, shut up. I want them to keep coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's interesting when you when you hear like the early interviews of of, you know, whoever it is, the Stones, let's say we're talking about them, you know, would would 20 year old Mick Jagger ever have have uh, conceded that that there was a possibility that 80 year old Mick Jagger would still be up there on on stage? Well, I don't I, know. I think that. You know, like any of us, I think that when you're 20, you think 30 is old and 30, you think 40 is old. And, you know, at your age, you think 117 is old, um, <laughs> you know, but, 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 and, and I think that the reality of the age of people now compared to, I mean, the, the physical and mental age of people and the way they sure. see themselves in society compared to how it was 50 years ago. Yeah. You and I would be in an old age home a hundred years ago. Right, right. You yeah. know, if we were, if we were even still alive. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, and we're not that old. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting as it, as it goes across different careers too. I mean, obviously, you know, somebody like, like, uh, what's, what's the what's Brady, Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, I mean, what is, is he, is he even 50 yet? He's in his forties, right? No, I think he's just like early forties. Yeah. And he's considered like, oh, my God, how can you still be playing this game? He's 46. You know? He's a little And then old. you've got, yeah. And then you've got Mick at, what, 70 or 80 something. And yeah. you've got Robert Plant still out there doing his thing and sounding great. Well, you know, I have a, my friend, Iran, who is a fancy modern dancer, a very well-known modern dancer, um, is retiring from Paul Taylor Company um, mm -hmm. in the spring. And uh, tonight is their first show at Lincoln Center for her last Lincoln Center series so basically this is the last time that she's dancing in new york probably wow. with, with taylor wow. is the next two weeks and so we're probably going tonight and we're going in a couple weeks on her last night um mm -hmm. but she's 41 you know imagine being 41 yeah and being done because it's a physical thing yeah sure sure I mean, sure, that's sure. a whole other ball of wax it's like all these nfl guys who were kind of done at 36 or whatever it is. And then right. suddenly they're still eating 5,000 calories a day and they get huge. You know, do you, do you think you will take better pictures? Do you think your, your outlook on life, the accumulation of knowledge, experience, wisdom, what have you, do you think that will affect? And to what degree do you think that'll affect your picture taking ability 20 years from now? If you're still taking pictures. Yeah. I, uh, sometimes I wonder if it is, it, is it my experience or is it, is, is it, is it my personal experience of wisdom of having lived or is it just having taken pictures for that much longer? You know what I mean? Yeah. I have that, that many, that many more uh, cycles in me. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I want to think that I will keep getting better, but obviously there is a point at which you don't keep getting better or you kind of flatline and stay where you are. I, mm -hmm. my biggest worry now, and I, this isn't like a, a real thing, but my eyesight has never been a problem for me up until mm. eight years ago or something like that. I always had crazy good eyesight. Yeah. And as I'm in my forties, I have three pairs of glasses. Now I don't need to wear them all the time, right. but I have distance glasses. So if I want to see 
if I'm really going to go to an art museum and want to stand 15 feet away and really see detail, I bring my distance glasses. If I'm sitting at my computer, I have my 18 inch, you know, computer distance glasses. And then I have like a 12 inch reading a book kind of glasses. Um, And the fact that my body is sort of stopping me from seeing clearly is kind of mentally disturbing to me. You know what I mean? That I can't see as well as I could before. We went yeah. to we went to uh, Philadelphia on Saturday to go see um, Whistler's mother, the painting. Yeah. Um, it was it's usually at Musée d'Orsay, but while we were over there, I was like, "Where's this painting?" And the lady was like, "Yeah, it's not here." I'm like, "What do you mean it's not here?" She's like, "It's on loan." <laughs> it's at MoMA in America, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, America." I was like, where? And she says, Philadelphia. And I was like, oh, crap. So Conrad and I went to Philadelphia, went to the uh, Philly Art Museum um, the other day to see it because it was like the last day that it was going to be there. And we figured, hey, let's make a day of it. And I Did walked out. train? Did you rent a car? What'd you do? Oh, train, train. Yeah. yeah 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. train, though, which means we had to get up at 430 and then they were doing construction on the subway. So we ended up having to take a car. The car to Penn Station cost more than the train to Philadelphia. Hmm which is just kind of stupid. Uh, so anyway, we get, we go down, we were uh, headed down to Philly and we left the place and we got in the car and we were kind of like late for the train at that point. And I realized that I had left my glasses at home. Oh, wow. Like, ah, crap. You know, and not that I can't see the art, but I can't step back and see a lot of like, right, 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 right. as much detail as I Your used to see. Your field of view changes, doesn't it? Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that. I like, I want to, and it's funny because sometimes I'll have my glasses on or I, if I squint a little bit, it really tightens up a little bit. And I think, man, that's how I used to see everything all the time. And I took it for granted. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, when you're, when your hearing starts going a little bit, just like the high end and stuff. And you just think, man, things used to sound just really open and sparkly and all the rest of it. And now it doesn't as much Yeah, because I'm getting older. And so that part of it sometimes worries me that my um acumen for sort of i like things being correct you know i like things being sharp and all that well yeah and you're you're you know historically a a big sound guy so when that's when that fidelity starts to yeah dissipate yeah you know it's um, it's affecting me it's like it's suddenly there's a veil between what my mind sees and what i see get from the world yeah and i that, that part i don't like has it gotten to the point where you remember music differently? Like, do you listen to things now and go, wait a minute, this sounds, I, there used to be something else here that I'm just not getting anymore. Is it No, I mean, dramatic? my hear, no, 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 not that. It's, it's yeah. just, you know, there's just like a little, there's, I mean, if you over 10K, 15K, like you start mm-hmm. losing this, this crystalline stuff, you know, just, I mean, it's just what happens when you get older. Yeah. And, and, and the, the more that you go to real loud concerts and tinnitus and you know, that, that all affects your high end too. Sure. And so I tried to be I really careful wearing, about that. Uh, earplugs about 12 years ago, yep. whenever I went to concerts and it's, it's, I don't think it impedes my enjoyment, especially, you know, super, like we went to see the darkness at nine 30 and we were right in front of the speaker stack or sure. the, the, not the stack, but hanging from the trusses. Sure. And boy, something like that, it makes an enormous difference. And I don't think it impedes how much I enjoy the music it just means that I get to leave the venue without my ears ringing for the next yeah. six hours. But but you're like, oh, do you want to go get something for dinner? Feeling like what? I can't hear you. <laughs> it's it's. I could imagine. Yeah, no, totally. It's um. And somebody was actually talking on one of the other nerdy tech podcasts recently. I have those um the AirPods Pro. I like the AirPods Pro. 
mm-hmm. and apparently they were using those as uh basically musicians plugs at a venue and that it worked pretty well mm. they said better than any of the in-ear musicians isn't there plugs. a lot of stuff around emf with those i've been is it just hype i've been reading like oh airpods pro lots of emf like what what's, what do you think you're gonna like get the brain cancer from the I, I don't airpods know. I don't know. Look, I mean, you and I what, both what, know. I wait, am what so... website were you reading? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It popped up. I mean, how, how wrong could it have been? <laughs> you know, uh, I, uh, I was reading, there was an interview with Marina Abramovich uh, in the New York Times this week. You like her? You know, the, the I don't know who that is. performance artist, the, the, the one who like, you know, sat across from somebody else at MoMA and somebody would just come sit and stare at her. You know, this whole thing. Uh, vaguely remember that. So, Not really my thing. Well, okay. So she sat down, she would like, you know, sit down with somebody for 15 minutes and then they'd get up and somebody else would sit down. They just look at each other and see like what happened. And that at one fun. point, well, the interesting thing is one point, one of her like <laughs> former lovers from 30 years ago just sat down Yeesh. and apparently they just Awkward. had this like really intense moment. Um, they, just, they didn't say anything. They didn't say a thing. They're, they can't. That's not what it's about. And there's footage of the two of them like staring at each other and like, both of them are like just kind of crying and kind of smiling and kind yeah. of looking See, at I, themselves I, okay. and how their lives changed over the time that they haven't seen each other. So I'll be honest with you. I don't get a lot of performance art. I, I am not a huge fan in general. It feels very str- narcissistic to me. Like very like, okay, everyone look at me now. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't, I don't get a lot of that. Um, but one of the things that, uh, she says in this, um, let me find the, let me find the exact line. Um, do you need your glasses? I got to get my glasses. <laughs> if do I have, have them. Little, do, do you have one of those little pearly, uh, or, or bejeweled like, uh, you know, necklaces so you can just like drop them down and let them hang? No, but, but <laughs> I don't, but I have the ones that like flip up and like magnetically click in the middle. You know, those ones. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's the, there's reading glasses that are broken in the middle of the front by the bridge and then when you put them on in the front they go clink and they like click oh like all kind of origami type thing where yeah, it, yeah okay yeah. Interesting. interesting anyway he says so much of your work particularly in the early days was connected to death do you feel as if you were prepared in some way for your health problems because she's got health problems now mm. she said when i conceive work i want it to deal with three elements of human fear suffering pain and the priority of our existence intense. I use my body to express these issues. Public sees that I have the courage to liberate myself from physical pain. They can also, but I was in control when this thing came out of control. I had an embolism. It's deadly. Uh, but it it was incredible how much it helped, uh, by my work to survive that. Then after recovery, I experienced an incredible state of happiness. I'm happy. I'm alive and every day is a miracle. Now I have another set of problems because if you look at the history of art, everything comes from tragedy and happiness. I don't see any good art made out of happiness. Why should you work when you're happy? <laughs> wow. Now I now I'm facing this problem how I could make good work and still be happy. Let's see. And somebody says, "Well, yeah, but there's like happy music." She goes, "Yeah, but music is different cuz music is, you know, singing. You know, there's like joy in that." She's like, "But the rest of it." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, really like digging deep, 69-year-old woman or whatever she is." Um, yeah, I mean, doesn't that does that just feed into this sort of myth of the tortured artist? Yes, of course it does. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, just, I, which, which I mean, okay. Let me ask see, you a question. I, okay, you, yeah, you, yeah. Go ahead. You, when, when, when. Actually, no. Say what you're going to say, and then I'll, then I want to. say. No, no, I forgot. Go ahead. 
Um, the other the other day, you gotta catch it while it's there. It's gone. <laughs> it's like at my age, I don't even know who you are half the time. <laughs> Squirrel? What? <laughs> um, somebody somebody put up a, a an Instagram thing, and I I don't know if I restoried it or you know whatever. Um, yeah. And they he basically said, it. you know, don't don't make decisions on what you're going to do from how you feel. Because Let's say that again, don't make decisions on what you're going to do based upon how you feel right now, because doing the thing is going to make you feel differently. So if, if, if creatively, artistically, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the, I mean, the idea is like, if, 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 you know, if you're, if you're feeling down or whatever it is, and you're a writer and you're just like, I don't want to write, I feel down. He goes, no, 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 you need to write because once you write, you're going to feel better. So you like, you can't, you, you know, if, 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 if it's about, uh, you know, oh, I don't feel like exercising. It's just like, no, 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 go and exercise. Cause once you exercise, that's going to change your mood and you're going to feel better. So basically like, don't let your mood dictate your gumption to do things. Mm. And basically just like shut that off. Like it comes in like, oh, I feel crappy today. I got the shingles vaccine yesterday. Shut up, Bill. You know, pick up the camera, walk out the door and go do what you were going to do because you will feel better after that. Um, but should you have to get to the point where you're feeling bad just to do something that makes you feel good? No, I, I mean, I don't think so. And it actually makes me wonder. I mean, okay, if you're a writer or a songwriter yeah. even, and you're writing, yeah. you have a breakup song, a friend of uh, somebody close to us just broke up with somebody yeah. recently. And See, I, it's, it's, it's back to air supply. It's full circle. <laughs> just when I thought I, um, but, 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 and, and I'm sure they could sit down with a guitar and write a really sad song about breakups. Right. Cause that's right. what you do when you break up. You're sad. You do that. Does that work with photography? Like, can or, you tell whether can, art. I, I, I don't know. I mean, with painting though, like you could, you know, use darker colors and like, you know, you, you have ultimate control over what goes on the canvas with photography. You really, unless you're doing a studio thing, that's all set up in front of you. You're just choosing where to point the camera and how to push the button. You know, like when to yeah, push. But you've the got button. control over where to go. I mean, you could go. I, don't, I go go to go a to like cemetery or whatever. Yeah, or or like what like what's a what's a really rough area of yeah. New York? Like the the Bowery is that still a rough area? I don't know. <laughs> uh, not actually, it's becoming <laughs> or am I just again. Referencing yes, 1934 movies. <laughs> you are. I I would go with like East New York, maybe. There you. That's South Bronx. Yeah. The Bronx, the, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the Queens, right? Right. But, Isn't but, that bad? But, but, you know, if you look at, uh, uh, you know, some, some street photographer from the seventies walking around New York, can you tell whether they were in a good mood or a bad mood when they were taking those pictures? Yeah, that's a good question. But Joel Meyerowitz, seeing, can I tell? Yeah. If I look at a bunch of Joel Meyerowitz pictures, can I tell what mood he was in? Yeah. What he was trying to communicate. Yeah. Or Stephen Shore mm. or any of these mm-hmm. people, right? Yeah. Lorca de Corsia. Any, yeah. Any I, wonder those, if, yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if. Uh, uh, photography, not that it's immune from it, because obviously you can choose to do something that involves your mood specifically. But I, but it, it, I don't think it's quite as translatable as a writer writing about being sad or a visual artist being sad or a okay, movie. Okay, now wait a minute. Sad. Wait a minute. Let's think about this for a minute. Look, look at somebody like, okay, look at, look at two different kinds of street photographers, say Winogrand and Lighter. Okay. If you look at those guys in interviews, they have very different personalities. Yes. I yep. would, and I haven't done this, so I, I don't know, but if we look at their photographs side by side, are, are we as viewers 
going to feel differently based on the tone and, and subject matter of their photographs. And, and can we in, interpret that though, that those photographs are a reflection of how they were feeling at the moment? Right. And that is that what you're saying right there is my biggest problem with it is that yes, yes, you'll feel something different, whether or not mm-hmm. it's how they were feeling or if it's just that that's, you know, the way that those people were just the way they saw the world more universally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there are ebbs and flows in my work, but my work has so much to do with the other person anyway, like the the stuff that I normally do. But, 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 but okay, wait, pause there for a second. Do, sure. Are you able to see on your own work? Are you able to see, are you able to glean like what your state of mind could have been based on looking at your own work? Are you able to, do you do things differently if you're, preoccupied if you're sad if you're anxious if you're if you're if you've had a great morning with with conrad you had a great breakfast and you show up at a shoot at 11 o'clock are are you able to discern differences in how you were at that shoot i remember it in my memories but i don't think i see it the, the the work fires off stuff for my memory but i don't think i can see it in the picture mm-hmm um, if you if you just looked at the work objectively, yeah. you can't you can't pick apart and go, oh, I unless you remember a specific event, you don't go. Oh, yeah, well, I, look could, at that I could picture. say, oh, I, I remember on that shoot. I remember I'm, having yeah. a migraine when I was on that shoot. Yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that 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 happens. But I don't think it changes the way that I see my work, which is, I don't know, kind of not sad, but just sort of I guess that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 I but also. I'm very rarely in a bad mood when I'm taking pictures. If I'm taking pictures of a person, if I'm shooting portraits with like one-on-one with somebody, that's, that's my happy place. Does Almost it universally. Have you, have you shown up in a bad mood and, and that has lifted yes. you out of it? Yes. Really? Okay. 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 And when I, when I, and when I had to do the daily ones, I had no excuse, right? Mm-hmm. You know, for three years, crap it's seven o'clock at night and it's already daylight saving time so it's dark outside and i didn't take a picture because i was busy all day doing something else and like oh, crap right. i gotta go find someplace somebody would, okay now would that affect your mood does does the does the logistics and the planning and 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 the pressure of getting that done that's got to affect your mood but once you're on set it seems like you're saying that that, that but i think even the stress of it's actually a good thing really for me yeah because I mean, it sucks that, oh, God, I got to do that thing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, uh, I don't want to do it today. I'm cranky. Right. Um, but I don't think I've ever felt, I, I don't think I've ever regretted it at the end of the day. Hmm. Even you know? though you may not have known how you were going to pull it all off at the beginning. Yeah, of the but th- maybe that's maybe that's part of the high. Yeah. Right? Is the, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I did it. Eh, suck it. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we were watching Psych last night and it was the episode, I think it's season seven, episode one. And, you know, they're doing the suck it. No, you suck it. You know, that whole thing. Right, 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 right. And, right. and Gus is in the left hand seat and, and Sean's in the right hand seat and they're, they're in the car and he's just like, get out of the car. And he's just like, no, he's like, suck it. No, you suck it. And they go, suck it. Like in harmony. The two right, of them. right, right, right. It was just, it was that perfect one where I was like, oh, I forgot about that one. That was really good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I've never, I, I think it's, it's the, it's the, I get huge satisfaction in getting things done. The other day I, so I'm, I, I was working, I'm working on this, this rom-com script. And the other day, 
I was kind of stuck on how I was going to do these two scenes and I was writing and I, and I was, you know, 85% done with this thing. So it, was, it wasn't, I mean, there, I was on the downslope, right? Like I was on the, I was on the way out. I'm like, come on, just finish this thing. And I've been procrastinating and not doing it or playing around with it a little bit and like not getting it done. And the other day I grabbed my laptop and I went and sat on the couch and I just read it from the beginning and I made tweaks as I went along. And then I got to the places where I wasn't done and I wrote a little bit and I wrote a little bit more and I wrote a little bit more. And by the time Conrad got home from work that night, I had what is now a complete story. I mean, I'm going to do revisions and there's things I want to change, but like if someone read it now, it wouldn't be, there wouldn't be any holes in it. You know what I mean? Right, Um, right, right. And I, this is the night before, this is Friday night. Um, I was buzzing on Saturday on our trip to Philly for having completed the thing. On the back of that. Yeah, sure. You know, there's that, there's that thing. And I'm sure you get it too. When you're like, you know, done with a, you know, I'm working on 40 paintings at once. I'm like, and, and done. Yeah. It's like, yes. No, it it, for days often. Right. And it makes you wonder, why don't I just push myself through it all the time? Like, yes, the pushing through it sucks, but the other side really is that good. That's the $64,000 question. If that is the, yes, yes. All the yes to that. If, if that's the thing that brings you to a happy place, then why don't you do everything that you possibly can to stay in that happy place? And I don't have an answer. Well, which is, I don't have an answer, which is why I think that that one person's post, I think it was some woman, uh, with the whole, you know, don't let your current mood dictate what you're doing right now mm-hmm. is a good thing to remember for you and I, cause I think both you and I can get stuck in, oh, yeah. in, in being cranky about it. And we know if we just go do it, we'll feel better, but we just, so it's like, no, there is. And that is the good thing about doing the daily thing that you were just asking. It's like, yeah, you know, do or do not. There is no try. Like, no, you're doing it. I don't care what you have to do. If you have to get on the train and go to Times Square because it's two in the morning and you haven't taken a picture yet, you're going to get on a train and go to Times Square because you've done it for 900 days in a row. You're really going to stop on day 901, loser, you know? (laughs) So, okay. So given, given that, if that's the case, then why don't we just string together one daily project after another to try and chase that high? I don't know. Have you ever done it? Why don't we, why don't we chase the creative dragon all the time? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm yeah, tr- I'm trying I'm trying to do that. Like in the past week, even in the past few days, it's like, oh, I re- I remember what it is that makes me feel good, and I want more of that. Right. You know, um, and and it's not it's I was never a particular fan of Friends, but you know the whole Matthew Perry thing makes me really sad because it's like, man, that guy had literally everything and couldn't keep it together. You know what I mean? I mean well, I mean, it, I think it just shows, yeah, it's sad. It shows the, the, the stranglehold that addiction can right. have on you. And it may, it may be that he didn't die from that, but whatever, regardless, that obviously destroyed him the last few years. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think it, whether it was the cause of that actual cardiac event is what they're saying, cardiac arrest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, I don't know, but my gosh, abusing your body for that many years, it had to take a toll, didn't it? Right. Is that connected? I, I, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. And so I look at that and I think, man, if I 54. can't get it together, how old? 54? 
54. Yeah. You know, if, if, if he can't get it together, who, who the hell am I to get it together? You know? But well, at the I same mean, time, think, yeah, sorry. you are, you are so far on the other side of the spectrum from addiction though. In fact, you know, it, it, it is, it is, I think it's probably more, you are more acutely aware of addiction than many because it, it, it staying away from that, not drinking, not smoking sure. and, and actively like I just, I can't do this because I, I have seen where it leads on a very personal level and I just can't even, I can't risk any of that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near it because the downside is way worse than any upside I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So despite not even having experienced the other side of it, you are so acutely aware of the, of the fallout uh, yes. and, and, and the collateral damage of it that that's not even, it, it will never be in your wheelhouse. <clears throat> True. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, but it's you know. So I look at it. And I'm just like, man, that's really sad. <laughs> you know, like I wish, I wish that person had had a, a a chance. You know, I mean, and and I'm sure all of those people get joy out of what they do. You know, I'm sure. You know, in the years that Elton John was all coked up, he was, he still loved music. Yeah. You know. Um, which I guess is part of this not scary thing, but like can be, um, is that, you know, even, even if you have it all, you might, you might still be upset or, or, or upset enough to sort of be squandering the advantage that you have. And, and, and I also realize how much of an advantage I have. I'm just like, Oh my God, shut up and do it. Like you, I, in this script, the, one of the, one of the main characters is a photographer who, uh, is frustrated with the kind of work he ends up doing. Is his name Will Bodman? Mill Madman. (laughs) (laughs) No relation. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a speech he gives at the, towards the end when he's talking to like this foundation to get a grant. And I'm tr- I'm trying to put into words in some ways I'm I'm ending up writing a thing that is very much trying to figure out my own thing in the process of figuring out his thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean sure. It's it's the, the what's what's the adage, right? What you know, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm and I'm definitely trying to do that. And so it's it's this yeah, man, it's just it's really it's heavy, but but trying to tease it all out is is the is the only thing that I know it's what I need to do, right? I mean, I don't know yeah. I don't know how to how to take it the next step without that. Do do you think do you think this is some on some level a form of self I don't want to say therapy, but but maybe that is self-care, self-therapy. That, sure. that you can work through some of these things as a character, quote unquote. Yeah. But you're really helping yourself work through them as you. And maybe that has an effect on your photography moving forward. Sure. There's got to be a connection there yeah. for you. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was, it's funny. There, there was a stupid Instagram stories. There was another guy who was talking to some podcast guy. You need to put the phone down, man. I know. <laughs> and he was, uh, he was he was talking about how he realized at some point that depression is really just sort of a desperation because you have you feel like you have no options. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like, and I don't know what to do about depression. He goes, but once I turn it into, oh, it's a lack of options. He goes, well, that I can do something about. Now I can research options like that. That is something I can actively put time into. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the exit door in the back of the hall, you know, that I'm mm, trapped in. Mm. And, and so for him, it's just like, oh, well that, then I, then I have somewhere to go. And, and so, okay, so now I can go research stuff and maybe that's the way out of it for me. And I felt that way a lot recently where I'm trying to look at my depression I'm trying to find completely different ways to look at my depression because I've analyzed it from the direction I see it for way too long. Mm. Maybe what I need to do is get around the other side of it and look at it. And, oh, it's not even shaped the way I thought it was. It's actually just, you know. Um, did, did you see, man, there's, there's a Jim Carrey uh, interview and he was talking about f- the difference between sadness and depression. Okay. And he was saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher it, but it's, if you can find it on, it's on YouTube somewhere. And I think it's maybe even on Instagram or something, but, uh, he was saying that, I think he was saying that sadness is a reaction to a situation whereas depression is y- your, your body's response to no longer wanting to be that person that you are like that. Something, something to that effect. Yeah. Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't keep doing this. I don't, don't want to be this character anymore. I, I guess don't want to be this character anymore. That's exactly it. That's yeah, exactly yeah, it. I found it. Okay. I'll put it in the yeah. show notes. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really interesting because I think we, we, at least speaking for myself, I have a tendency to conflate the two sadness and depression. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think people who don't get depressed conflate the two as well. Yeah. You know, um, but, 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 but I feel like when you, for me, I think that I can think my way out of it. Right. So I, you know, I, I do that all the time. Right. And of course you can't think your way out of it or, or rather right. you can't only think your way out of it. Yeah. 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 There has to be an intellectual solution <laughs> yeah. to this that I don't, ha- so I don't have to wrestle in the mud emotionally, yeah. existentially. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I've, I, I have a hard time remembering very much before I was about 10 years old. I mean, mm. I have just like little spots of memory and I'm trying to go back and remember things from my childhood that I've forgotten just to see if they'll give me some clues. Yeah. Um, so like, that's also where I'm going now. Um, you know what, honestly, you know, what helped me with that is photography. Looking at photographs, looking at photographs because, you know, I thought I you were going to say ketamine for a minute there, but no, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I found this, bottle of horse tranquilizers and it's really <laughs> done wonders. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, it's, it's been photography. I mean, in, in, in seeing, you know, I, I had forgotten largely what a happy kid I was. And I, you know, I look at, at even class photos from first grade, second grade, third grade, and I am just beaming. I'm, you know, I've got my little outfits on that my mom would dress me up in and, and, you know, even photographs with my dad from, you know, four or five, six, seven years old. I was happy. Yeah. We were happy. Yes. And that's not the memory that I've implanted in myself. They, they, those memories have taken a different shape. But if, if, so if I'm, if I'm, I can either believe my memory or I can look at some physical evidence that runs counter to my memory. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And so, does that end up changing your memory or, or bring up other memories? I think 
it's it, yes, both. It's bringing up. Oh, I remember. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and this, this person, oh, I remember that guy. And that was, that was my friend in, in third grade. And, and, you know, I, I, I start remembering names and I start remembering um, events and things that, that, that I did with people and, and, oh, okay. So even though I was the kid that moved around a lot, I did have, I do remember doing things and having friends for the school year. I may have had to make new friends next year, but I wasn't just, you know, sitting in the corner with a pudding cup, you know, whatever. One of those, one of those metal pudding cups. Remember those? <laughs> yeah. I actually was thinking about those last night. Cause they also had the little ones that were uh, little uh, fruit salads in the can oh, yeah. that you yeah. cracked yeah. open. Yeah. A little oh. pull top on them. Yeah. Yep. Those were good. Yep. <laughs> Snack pack, I think is yeah. what they were called. And those are very different than, uh, uh, those are very different than ones that are in plastic now. Something about the, the, the metal makes a difference. That's right. Am I wrong? Yeah, the, the tin makes it good. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. But, yeah, but, but, I hadn't thought about the, the metal one. But yeah, you're right. But the does the pop top ones. But does that change your identity? Does that does that transform your identity back to how you were? I don't know if it changes my identity, but it realize it makes me realize that that at least part of the way I've seen my life is not accurate. Part of the way I've seen right. events, I've, I've, I've rewritten it. My, you know, my mom was, was friends with, um, uh, this pastor of this, you know, mega church in California. Her name was Terry Cole Whitaker. And, you know, she, she would, she would, they would hang out and, and they, they, you know, they became friends because she would go to her church and whatnot. And, and her thing was like, if you don't, if you don't like your childhood, rewrite it. If you had a bad childhood, rewrite it. It's just a memory anyway. Rewrite yeah. it. And I always thought that was interesting, but I think what I, I think the rewriting that I did, I rewrote it negatively to fit so that some of the other pieces you know, I've talked before about having to sort of cast my dad as the villain. Sure. I had to rewrite part of my childhood so that that there was continuity in my story. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, Otherwise like, Hey, you know, the, the script girl messed up. There's, you know, this shot and this shot don't match up. So what, what do we got to do here? You know, we, we got to fix this. Right. 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 So I, you know, I think there is some truth to that, that rewriting, but, but in, in, in rewriting it, I went the other way. Too far. Yeah. So that I could substantiate, you know, that sort of villain and the, and the tension and the, and the, you know, and, and, and not to say that, 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 you know, those relationships weren't uh, traumatic at times, mm-hmm. but there was also some good there that I have forgotten or, or that I have pushed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, so. you, that you decided or did not fit the narrative. Yeah. I mean, did, did you, have you done that with, with, with your mom or dad? I mean, it, it, or, or do you, do you think your, your recollection of those events is pretty accurate to the reality of those events? Um, I think the, my recollection of those events are from a very narrow view. Mm. Um, I also, I find myself doing things. <laughs> my father used to have a thing where he used to have his hand on the, um, steering wheel of a car and he used to go have his thumbs like hands on the steering wheel at 10 and two and he'd have his thumbs there and he would thumbs to go up middle down middle up middle down up, like he used to have this thing that he did like with his with his thumbs 
while he was driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would just like, you know, have this like like little like fidget thing that he used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I find myself doing that. And there's times when I feel myself sort of just staring into space and spacing out for a minute and I can picture my father spacing out in front of me and me not understanding what was going on in his brain. Mm. It's like I'm, you're I'm, doing the same thing. I'm growing into the way he was. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so I noticed those things. And then, it, so it makes me think sometimes I was like, okay, so now let me look at the way that that memory goes. If I'm now him and not me. Yeah. And do you think these, can we call them affectations? Is that, is that sure? Yeah. Yeah. Fair? For lack of a better term. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you doing this consciously? Is there, is, is it, is it a form of connectivity? To your father? No, I, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, it may Mm. be, it may be unconscious and I don't, I don't, it may be biological or some sort of, or, or I like to, to, to think that it's, it's not that I'm doing the thing that he did. It's that I'm feeling the same way he did, which is why he did the thing that he did. Mm. See what I'm saying? Like, it's like Mm -hmm, one step mm -hmm, back. mm -hmm. You're not, yeah, you're not, you're not simply copying I'm not behavior. mimicking him yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. sort of evolving into it the same way he did hmm. and that in itself is like a weird kind of feeling um wow. <laughs> yeah it's I mean I, I I'm thinking about it because I do I do something similar with my with my hand over my mouth the same way my dad used to like just kind of rubbing right. rubbing my two fingers my my index finger and my middle finger kind of you know yeah. And resting on my thumb, resting my cheek on my thumb. I do the, the exact same thing. And there are, it's what, there are photos somewhere. I think they're, they're probably downstairs. Well, I'm downstairs. So they're here in a box. Right. And you can see those, those similar, like there's a photo of me doing the same thing as, as you'll find a photo of him doing. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't know if it's because we're watching them and we go, Oh, or, or is it subconscious? I don't know. Right. I, don't I, know. I send you the thing of me sitting in a chair and my father sitting in a chair. Years ago, right? No, uh, just recently. Here, I'll, I'll oh, send it no, to no, you. No, no, send it. Send All it right, so here's here's me sitting in a chair, and I'm going to share this with Jeffrey too. Uh, my friend took a picture of me when we were having a movie night recently, and uh, I was just sitting in the chair like that, and I was looking at it, and then I found a picture of my father sitting in a chair, and just his yeah, shoulders you guys have the same. Yeah, the same posture. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he slipped down in the chair, like he slides his butt out a little bit and you can yeah. tell like the way his hands, look at the way his hands are on the sides of the chair. And it's a very similar yeah. chair too. Yeah. 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 And it is just, huh. I look at that and I was like, oh, so maybe I'm not that unlike him. Is that comforting or is that disturbing? I was always scared to be like him because of the negative stuff. Yeah. Same. Oh God. Same. Um, But of course, you know, people are not two-dimensional so being you could be the good things without being the bad things i don't think that they always come together you know Mm. it's not a package Mm -hmm. deal right at least i don't think it's a package deal i don't know i hope it's not a package deal um yeah i don't know so yeah it's it's i look at that and i go oh maybe i'm not that different you know and and maybe maybe I'm wasting a lot of energy trying to run away from, I don't know, trying to run, I'm I'm wasting energy trying to run away from a thing that I can't run away from. Yeah. You know, I'm running away, but I've got a, you know, chain around my waist and it's pulling me back anyway. 
So it's like, okay, well, what's the point? Um, mm. Yeah. And, and, and I wonder sometimes how much all of that affects the way that I see my own work and the way that I, you know, beat myself up and belittle and whatever I was, I was, I was going to send, I was going to get into sending my portfolio around again soon. Cause you know, got to get out there sometimes and do that. <clears throat> Why was, what, what's, was that, was that intentional just now? I was going to well, do that. Well, I, I, yesterday I was going to sit down and do it. And, and then, uh, specifically I was going to start playing around with LinkedIn, which I can't stand, but it's a thing. Doesn't uh, it just still feel like it's from the nineties? Yeah. Like, it's awful. It's interface wise. It's, oh yeah. It's yeah. Terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. But like, and, and I don't quite know how to use it as a photographer. Like it's, mm. it's cause it's, it's not good at your, at, 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 at putting images up. You can put up like these sort of blog posts of projects, but a lot of my work isn't like that. What each person I'm shooting is a new project. Like that just feels it's, it's not conducive to the way that I see my work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I was working on that and I was thinking about it and then I was thinking, man, you're just, you're just making excuses. You know, you're just, you're just, you're, you're just sitting here beating yourself up because obviously your work, your work is good. <laughs> you know, like you believe that your work is good. So why are you staring at this thing and sitting there and thinking, if I send this to Jane Schmo, Right. That she's going to look at it and go, oh, God, who does this kid think he is? It's like, well, well no, I'm she, not a know. kid. I'm a 46-year-old man who has 15 years in this industry and have had images on lots of covers of magazines and shot CEOs and flown around the world and had gallery shows. Like, I'm not some kid. But yeah, I but assume... Jane, Jane Schmo is notoriously difficult. Oh, she really is. What a... <laughs> well, come on. We don't have to go there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wow. But you said, you know what I'm saying? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, and, and there is that thing of, of, and you and I've talked about this, you know, several times where it was good when you did it and you got done with it and you looked at it and you went, whatever the thing is, right. Whether it's a script, a painting, a sure, song, sure. a movie, whatever it is, and you look at it and you go, yep, that's it. Yep. And then you, and then a week later you come look at the exact same thing and you go, man, that really sucks. Yeah. I really missed the mark on that one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what changed? Usually, what, which, usually, which one is right? Usually, it's that I initially think that it's good, and then I I spend some more time with it. And I go, oh god, well, hold on a second. Uh, maybe that wasn't as good as I thought it was. I, yeah, I think it's your perspective, or it always makes me think about. I remember talking to this jazz pianist uh, guy that I know, a very well known guy that I photographed a couple times, and he. Uh, I said, you ever into drugs? And he's like, yeah. He's just like, I used to, you know, I, I was into Coke for a while, whatever. I was like, why'd you stop? And he said, he's like, cause I usually put a tape recorder on the piano while I'm working. And, uh, I, I would put it on and he goes, and I'd be playing a show and I'd be high and I, and I, I'd be like, oh my God, I am playing so freaking well tonight. And he's like, and then the next morning I'd go listen back on the tape and I'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> that was awful. You know, but he, but he was high, so he thought it sounded good. Yes, when he was playing it, he thought it was great because he was high. But like wow. then, when he was sober, he was like, "Oh my god, what am I doing here?" You know, and of course, you know, this happens to a lot of people. You know, I I personally don't have that thing, but I think that sometimes the the excitement of 
of, of finishing something maybe changes your perspective or maybe it actually is good and you're just beating yourself up because you're being a jerk, mm-hmm. you know, um, you, you can't let yourself be happy. The, a lot of th- times I'll see other people who are, who are working or, or putting stuff out there or, you know, Oh my God, here's this new project I worked on. And like, I'm really proud of it. And I go look at it and I will think objectively, Oh my God, that's not good. Do they think that's good? Oh God, if they think that's good, God, that's embarrassing for them. But simultaneously, I'll go look at somebody and I'll, I'll see their work and I'll think this is so amazing. I can't imagine my work ever getting up to this level. So I really can't show my work to anybody because it's nowhere near as good as, you know, Irving Penn. It's like, of course, you're not going to be as good as Irving Penn. He's Irving Penn. Yeah. There's always that, that weird, almost like a sliding scale of, of doubt or. Yeah. Like, where do you sit? Where do you sit on this continuum? Are you, are you the person you feel bad for? Cause they think that they're doing good, but they're doing really poorly. Or are you on the other end where you think you suck because there's people better than you? Yeah. 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 It's always going to be the case. You're never going to be the best. You're never going to be the fastest. And when you are the best and you're fastest, you end up taking Vicodin, you know, even though you're making million dollars an episode, because that's not making you happy. Right. So like maybe, maybe you just have to sort of give up on all of that because it's, it's really never going to get you anywhere. Maybe, I don't know. What do I know? What? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm talking to myself here. I'm not, it's not just, I'm not, I'm not dropping this on anybody else. I'm dropping this on myself. Right. Cause this, well, be- but, we, but we are, we are as, as uh, listeners and participants, we are collectively nodding. Oh, I'm sure there are lots of people going, right now thinking, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yes. That's, that's, yeah. yep, that's how I feel. Yeah. Wait, they, they put, they put that person in the gallery, but they won't give me another look. Oh Hold yeah. On Hold on a minute. Oh yeah. There were, there was a show at MoMA recently that was, it was photography. It was a photography show. And it happened to be like a photography show of all these like young, uh, uh, young photographers. I think was it, they were all African. Anyway, the stuff that they chose, it just, it wasn't good. You know? And I'm just like looking at, I was like, it, is this really the best that 20 year olds in an entire continent are putting out? Cause this, I mean, I, it may just be that it's not my thing, but it wasn't good. Or at least I didn't, mm. you know, there's things that I don't like that I can also say are well done. This wasn't even well done. It was just not good. And I was just like, man, that makes me sad. Mm. You know, I want Cause I want, I want to be impressed. I want to see people who are doing things that, that inspires me. And then I see a lot of stuff and I was like, well, man, if that's what they're going for, that's not what I do. And that's, I guess I really shouldn't send my stuff to Jane Schmo. Right. You know, and maybe I do send it to Jane Schmo. Maybe Jane Schmo sees it on the other side, really likes it, but then has a lunch meeting and, and leaves and, and doesn't remember to put it on her list of people to call. Maybe I send it to Jane Schmo and it's the exact minute she's looking for somebody who takes environmental portraits with wide angle lenses. And they're like, she's like, oh my God, this is the person I've been looking for. Right. And there are those people who the optimists who would think about that second scenario. And all I can think of is Jane Schmo sees a oh, photographer. Yeah. Delete before right. she even looks at it. Right. 
but what is the alternative? You, you know, you only, you, you, you only, you miss, uh, you know, hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Right. And, but you're never going to know. I mean, well, you're never going to know, but you're rarely going to know what the reason was. And, and we, we tend to then populate that, that area of our brain with anything other than what it probably is. Yeah. Cause other people are busy. Yeah. You know, maybe it had nothing to do with you, you know, or maybe it had nothing to do with your work because your work is only part of it. I talk right. about this now of the fact that so many, uh, so many of the people who decide who gets work now are much younger than me, which means that they're hiring all their young friends. Just like theoretically, had I started in my twenties, you know what I mean? Right. 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 But, but I don't know. Going, going around in circles. <laughs> Do we, uh, we have a photographer of the week? You know, we never did. You ever uh, look at Simon DeVitt's work? Simon? Also an excellent follow on Instagram here. I'll send you a link. Uh, Simon DeVitt. He is a, he is a uh, architectural photographer. Photographer of architecture? He's an architectural photographer, yeah. You know, and I love me some architecture photography. Look Honestly, at, if it, 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 I would, that's one of the areas of photography that if, if somebody said, you know, okay, you have to be a professional photographer. Yeah, uh, I want to shoot architecture. Is an, that is an area that I would really like to explore. Well, he shoots, it, yeah. he, he ends up shooting, uh, here, specifically, like go to the live page. Look at these, look at these houses he gets to shoot. How beautiful these places are. <laughs> Yeah, forget it. It's forget it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like this is you know rich people, like, twenty foot tall walls of glass. Yeah, some of these houses. If I lived in, I wouldn't leave ever. Yeah, yeah. You're you're just, you're living in a museum, basically. This is it. I'm done. You know, you're surrounded by beauty. You, yeah, you can. You could. Oh, look at that! Gorgeous. Oh. Yeah, there's one. Uh, is this is a volcano. Yeah. I don't even know where this volcano. That's the one I'm looking at right now. Look, are you kidding me? (laughs) Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Forget it. And so. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Yeah. Now the question is, I mean, obviously he is very good at photography, right? I mean, he's, he's a, he's a good, uh, he's, he's a great photographer. He also has, you know, if he, if he, if he was coming and shooting my apartment or, you know, whatever, my mom's house, which is a very nice house, but it's a very like normal house. It doesn't look like something out of Fountainhead, yeah. you know? Right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Rourke did not design, you know, all the yeah. houses in the world. This guy. I, I, can I tell you, I love the beginning of that book. Oh, it's great. Very, where, where he's just standing on at, at the quarry and, yeah. and uh, the way it's described, it's, oh, yeah. it's so good. It's so good. I mean, I, don't get me started on Ayn Rand, but like, I, I think that, I think that a lot of her ideas, if you don't interpret them the way she necessarily, I don't know that she knew what she thought they were supposed to mean. I don't think all of her ideas are bad in the sense that like, you know, the idea that a lot of this does come from inside humans and that's kind of the beginning of it all. Like that mm. part of it, I, I tend to agree with. Um, yeah. It's like, what is, there's, there's, this, there's a, um, they don't, they don't have, 
oh crap, what is the exact way she puts it? Basically, they they they, they don't believe in him. It's 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 a belief in the best within themselves. Mm-hmm. There's a line mm-hmm. in there, something along those lines, and you're just like, yeah, yes, that's that's the way I want to see the world. Anyway, um, Simon Devitt also, if you follow him on Instagram, is like a meme king. Like he's a meme machine. Yes. I mean, if you go into his stories, there's 15, 20 memes at any particular time. And usually they're pretty funny. He's, he's, he's pretty good at it. In fact, I think, I mean, he's a very good photographer. Um, but I think some of it ends up being cause he's really good with the, good with the memes. Where's he located? Do you know? Uh, he's New Zealand. He's from New Zealand. Oh, wow. I don't know that he, um, yeah, I don't, uh, I I mean, I'm sure he travels around, but I think a lot of his work is there. Uh, Sandy, actually, uh, who I do um, the speaking of seeing thing with, interviewed him recently. I'll see oh, if really? I can, I'll see if I can find that. Uh, yeah, yeah. See if you can. Um, God, some of these houses are just the, the 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 yes, the photography, but the the vision to even design a place like this is yeah. mind-boggling to me. Yes. And yeah, it's great. Well, here's the thing that I don't understand is when people are building, I have a million dollars to build a building, like a house. Why would I build a house that looks like a house built 180 years ago? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't I, I'm sure that there's a reason for that. Um, But I just, I've just never understood it. It's just like, what, no, you can build anything. We can build 40 foot wide things of glass that are just as energy efficient as a wall now. Like do it. Let's, let's do something new with it. I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I I found the thing with Sandy. I will put it on, I'll put it on the show notes so uh, people can watch that as well. Apparently he's got a book as well. Yes. Cape to Bluff. Bluff, Yes. Uh, Which I have not gotten a copy of. Is it still available? I think it may have sold out. I don't know. You wouldn't open it anyway. Wow. Zing. <laughs> Boom. Bang. You know, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to mock one up and shrink wrap it and send it to you because you're not going to look at it anyway. But at least you can say you have it. <laughs> it's true. That's what, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to. Wouldn't that be a funny project to just mock up famous photo books and shrink wrap them? Yeah. And then you're not going to. Just for me in them. particular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, you know, at the, at the Philly Art Museum, um, there was a big Korean art exhibit, um, mm-hmm. uh, like modern Korean art. There was some weird stuff in there, but there was also some really cool stuff in there. This, there's this artist. She, um, took, I think it was just soil and water and basically used, compressed it and stuff and made buildings out of it. Like, uh, like, um, uh, uh sculptures, you know, sort of like really fancy sandcastle things that look like buildings. It looks like oh, it was wow. made out of concrete. But huh. almost over, like an adobe type thing. Yeah. But then she comes in every once in a while and she sprays water on them. So parts of them collapse over the course of. Oh, the that's kind of interesting. Yeah. See, that that kind of stuff is fascinating to me that 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 art that changes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then there was there was a, a guy who used to have to go for patrols in the no man's land on the DMZ. Mm. And he made he has it's like a uh, this artist interviewed the guy and then made basically like a, uh, a 3d game render of 
no man's land. So as he's saying, and we go through the the gates, they have like oh, wow. these so fake you can gates. See where, oh wow! Yeah, wow. yeah, oh, wow. that was. And I was like, man, see, that's cool. That's really, <laughs> really good. So every once in a while, uh, you know, things end up being, uh, yeah, it's called the sh- the shape of time. Korean art after 1989 is what it's called. Uh, yeah, send me. Oh, can you put it in the show notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can put it in the show notes. Um, yeah, the shape of time. Uh, yeah, Korean art, nineteen eighty nine on, and and there was yeah, there's some weirds, there was some weird stuff in there, but some absolutely beautiful stuff in there. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway. here we go, Philadelphia Museum. Uh, so yeah, in fact, I wonder if uh, yeah, it was it was weirder than I thought it would be. Uh, and, but mm. it, it, but I also was glad that I saw it every once in a while you go to shows and they're just surprising to you, you know, and it, Oh, yeah, Oh, sure. they have the, they, they, they show the, uh, the thing breaking down were made of the, with the water, uh, a little image of it and stuff. Yeah. There's some weird, some weird stuff there, but actually really beautiful. Um, hmm. apparently there are also a bunch of people who died, uh, during a revolution in the eighties. Um, and, uh, their pictures were on their graves cause they do that a lot in, in Korea. And some guy went and photograph the pictures on the graves because the pictures on the graves are deteriorating and cracking and breaking and going wonky. Oh, wow. And so it's a whole series of these people who are kind of disappearing because time is disappearing their fi- images off their graves. Wow. And so this guy photographed those like stuff, stuff that makes you think is there, I guess there really is a difference between different cultures and the way they see the world in the sense yeah. that, you know, a lot of this art is just like, wow, I never would have thought of that being an American, you know, and maybe there's something about being Korean or being in Korea or being raised in that system or whatever it is that yeah. made somebody see it differently than I see it here. There's, there's some really interesting stuff up here at, at the Philly museum right now. Yeah. That's a really good huh. museum. Yeah. It's like yeah, a genuinely cool. good museum. Anyway, um, you got anything else? I think I, you know, I, I think I, no, I think I'm good. Uh, I send it. Good. Leave this us a voicemail. A I know. Leave us a voicemail, 929-390-1916, or send, a, send us an email, podcast at ontakingpictures.com. Uh, also, follow us on the Instagram, uh, at Bill Wadman, at Jeffrey Sidoris. Um, oh, hey, uh, go do a review if you can, because the reviews help. Uh, Wait, me? On iTunes. Me go, no, no you, them. Them, them, not you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, I have to review something? Wait, what about I have- admitted what do i have to review when does this work ever end (laughs) 200 346 episodes and we still have to come on uh wait there's one last thing i was going to tell people to do this i'll find out i'll figure out review talk go go make something fun yeah, go don't don't wait to be depressed to go make something yeah i gotta gotta find that thing because it was really good yeah Uh, i'll send it to you in a minute when i find it Okay. All right. Bye, everyone. See you, everyone. Thanks for being here. Here's a simple rule. Never, ever, ever let your mood dictate what you do. You have to take action first because movement changes your mood. If you want to be an author, write. And when you're done writing, your mood will be amazing. If you want to be a YouTuber, make YouTube videos. And your mood afterwards will be amazing. If you want to be healthier, exercise. And your mood after you move will feel incredible. 
Do not let the mood you're in now dictate what you do next. Act like the person you want to become. And when you start taking those actions and you start moving in the direction of your dreams and the things that you want and deserve in life, your mood will follow, it'll feel great, and you, my friend, will be getting it done.